بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم أما بعد وعن أبي ذر رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال لي رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أبا ذر إني أراك ضعيفا وإني أحب لك ما أحب لنفسي لا تأمرن على إثنين ولا تولين ما ليتيم رواه مسلم وعنه قال قلت يا رسول الله ألا تستعملني فضرب بيده على منكبي ثم قال يا أبا ذر إنك ضعيف وإنها أمانة وإنها يوم القيامة خزي وندامة إلا من أخذها بحقها وأدى الذي عليه فيها رواه مسلم Continuing with the hadith, the discussion we began yesterday under the chapter which deals with the prohibition from desiring leadership or positions of authority. Abu Zar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, as we mentioned, is a sahabi who by nature practiced a very, very high level of asceticism and cutting himself off from the dunya to the point where he would regard it as prohibited to gather any amount of wealth and to accumulate wealth. He would just give everything away. So because of his ascetic nature, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam advised him and said to him that, Oh Abu Zar, I can see that you are weak. As I mentioned yesterday, the word weak here is not in the context that how we would translate the word weak in English. Weak in English, in other words, you are physically lacking. This is not the meaning. Here, Qurtubi rahimahullah mentions, وَجْهُ ضَعْفِهِ أَنَّ الْغَالِبَ عَلَيْهِ كَانَ الزَّهَادَةِ وَإِحْتِقَارَ الدُّنْيَا That the point of weakness that is referred to in this hadith is that Abu Zar's nature was very, very heavily towards total, complete abstinence from the world. And he had a great dislike of anything to do with the world, with the, with the material possessions of this world. And he cut himself off completely from that. And وَمَنْ كَانَ كَذَلِكَ That person whose nature is like this, this type of work which Rasulullah wasallam prohibited from, these qualities, total abstention from the world, and then you put somebody like that in charge of financial affairs. Obviously, when you are a leader or a governor, that does not only entail ruling over the people. You have to look after their material side also. You have to see to their financial affairs. You have to pass rules and regulations that uh, will cause them to financially benefit or thrive. Now, if you are an individual who wants nothing to do with the dunya, from a dini or a taqwa or a piety point of view, that is very, very good. The more you abstain from the dunya, the closer you will get to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more is your shock and inclination towards akhirat. But for this particular job, that would be something which would be considered to be a weakness. So this is why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said to him, O oh Abu Zar, inni araka da'if. I can see that you are weak. In other words, in worldly matters. And if you have to look at this outwardly, this is a form of criticism to tell somebody that I, th- I am 
I am telling you that you are weak or you are deficient. This actually is a form of criticism. However, it was absolutely necessary in this particular matter. Why? Because Vilayat being a governor or a leader and Amanat that is looking after the wealth of orphans, etc. This is, these are very, very grave and important matters in Shariat. This is not something that has to be taken lightly. So therefore, this criticism which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam rendered with regards to Abu Zar radiallahu ta'ala anhu in this affairs was absolutely necessary. This clarification also was necessary. But on the other hand, this could perhaps have hurt the feelings of Abu Zar. Anybody, human being, if you tell him, listen, you are deficient, you, are sh you, you have shortcomings, you are not capable of doing certain things, then naturally, a person becomes upset. Here the criticism is coming directly from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So it was very possible that this would have hurt the feelings of Abu Zar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. So the akhlaq, the character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was such the Nabiya Pak clarified what he told him. He said, Inni araka da'if. That, O oh Abu Zar, I can see that you are weak. Wa inni uhibbu laka ma uhibbu li nafsi. I love for you what I love for myself. In other words, it is my love for you that I am giving you this nasihat and this advice. I have nothing against you. I am not insulting you in any way. I am not bringing you down in any way. Abu Zar, I am cautioning you, I am bringing to you to, to light, or I am bringing to your attention this weakness of yours, purely because of my love for you. Because if with this weakness you are still going to proceed in this direction, then you are going to harm your dunya, you are going to harm your akhirat, and others will be harmed as a result of that. So this is why I have to give you this caution. But it is purely out of love for you, I don't want to bring you down in any way and I don't want to hurt your feelings. This Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa didn't have to do, to say to Abu Zar, render the criticism and then say, or render the caution and then say, wa inni uhibbu lakama uhibbu li nafsi, that I love for you what I love for myself. This was part of the akhlaq and character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we find that in other a hadith also in other advice the Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave to other sahaba ikram for example we find the riwayat from Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu qala li an nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to me inni arda laka ma arda li nafsi that oh, oh Ali I love for you what I love for myself like he said to Abu Zar radiallahu I love for you what I love for myself what makes I am happy for you, Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, what I am happy for myself. From this, there is a very, very important lesson that we learn. That those that you consider to be your spiritual leaders and advisors, be very, very cautious and careful that they genuinely have your betterment at heart. They are not motivated by any personal motivation, any personal desire. 
Because if you look at this thing outwardly, what is Abu Zar being stopped from? He is being prohibited, do not become a governor, do not become a leader. So, from a worldly point of view, this is going to hinder his progress. Somebody becomes a leader, gets a position of authority, people are going to look up to him. Outwardly, it appears that from a dunya point of view, such a person has progressed, he's attained something, he's achieved something. Nabi Wasallam is stopping him from going in that direction. So in other words, outwardly, somebody, is, your senior is giving you advice that is going to cause you not to progress as much as you would have liked to have progressed. So such advice has to come from someone who is mukhlis, someone who genuinely has your betterment at heart. Unfortunately, nowadays, many of our leaders are such, they have their own personal motivations. They can't, they don't want to see you progress. They haven't got that wusat of sadr, they haven't got that openness of the heart that they will genuinely become happy when they see someone else progressing. So under the guise of so-called giving you nasihat and advice, they will speak out against you, they will criticize you. The actual motivation and objective is not your betterment. The actual motivation and objective is to hinder your progress because of their jealousy. They cannot see you advancing. So to take advice from such people is not going to be for your betterment, it's going to be to your harm. For example, once Muhammad Latsab, Dawn Barakat, one of our elders, he says, once I went to Azaji Muraynamur Hassan Sahib Rahmatullahi and I put this question to him. I told him, Hazrat, sometimes some senior of mine criticizes me. He points out my faults and he cautions me about certain things. And I become so upset and so angry inside at this criticism that Mulana is known for his colorful speech. So he puts it this way. He feels, I, I, I want to like bite the head of that person. So upset I become. And then he said, on, other, on the other hand, sometimes I, I notice that some spiritual, some elder gives me advice or he cautions me or he renders some criticism, brings, some, brings to, to my attention some weakness or deficiency of myself. And he's criticizing me. He's stopping me from something. He's cautioning me. Yet I feel so indebted towards him. My heart is full of so much of love and appreciation that, like I said, Mahana was known for his colorful language. He said, I feel like throwing roses on this person. So he said, I went to Hazrat, this Mahana Hassan Sahib, and I asked him that what is, what causes this such a varying reaction. One person you want to, when he criticizes you, you want to kill him, to put it in our terms. And the other person you are totally indebted to him. So he said, Mahinam Hassan Sahib said, Ye kehne wale, or in this case, tokne wale, the one who is criticizing you or cautioning you, ye uski ikhlas or adme ikhlas par mokuf hai. It is dependent on his sincerity. How much did he really have your betterment at heart? rather than his own personal motivation. The one whose heart is absolutely clean, like we see in this hadith, I'm not telling you this because I want to hinder you in any way, or I want to cause you harm in any way. I'm not bringing to your attention your weakness and your deficiency because I have any personal motivation or desire. No, Abu Zar, it is my love for you. My, my love for you and my attachment to you that I am bringing your weakness to your attention because I don't want you to get into harm as a result of that.
سو یہ کہنے والے کہ اخلاص اور عدم اخلاص پر موقوف ہے دا ون فرام ہوم یو ٹیک یور گائیڈنس ایٹ ٹائمز ول نیڈ ٹو کرٹیسائز یو یو مسٹ بی کیئرفل دیٹ کرٹیسزم از موٹیویٹڈ پیورلی آؤٹ آف کنسرن فار یو رادر دین سم پرسنل موٹیویشن وی کین ناٹ سی یو ایڈوانس اینڈ از ایکچولی جیلس دس از وائی انڈر دا سو کال گائز آف ایڈوائس اینڈ کرٹیسزم از گاٹ سم ادر موٹیویشن In the case of Rasulullah Sallallahu obviously the intentions were totally pure. And, we, and from this hadith, we learn this. In fact, from this clarification that Nabi Pak Sallallahu gives, he didn't have to tell Abu Zar that I love for you what I love for myself. Or tell Ali Radhiallahu or other sahaba when he addressed them. This was his akhlaq and character. And, from, and in this is ishara and lesson for you and I. That be very careful who you appoint as your spiritual guide and elders. And be very, very careful from whom you take advice and whom you take direction from, particularly when it comes to criticism. And if someone criticizes you, and he is your senior, don't become upset. Don't become upset. As you see, Abu Zarr did not become upset, because he realized also it was for his own betterment. Allah give us tawfiqs.